So that was a fun game, huh? Let's talk all about the Blue Jackets come from behind win, that goal by Nick Blankenberg, and what they have got to do to make it three in a row when the Penguins come to town on Saturday. That's all coming up today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, trials, tribulations, uh, excitement, in this case, about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, then... Uh, Feel free to do so because uh, it helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins when you subscribe to Locked On Blue Jackets on YouTube. Uh, I also want to let you know this today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts, and where this podcast is going to start is. Uh, Man, I didn't think that they were going to pull that one out. Uh, so I actually only watched until the 3-1 goal live, and then I had to leave. Uh, so I caught the rest of it on the radio uh, at a later date. And, oh, man, that was... They sure did make it exciting, didn't they? Um, started out not the best in the world. A big 2-0 and oh. Uh, at the end of the first period, if I believe correctly, and uh, it got a little bit better, and then got a little bit worse. Uh, Tanner you know, scores to make it one nothing. Literally three minutes in, um, the first pred, the first two Preds goals were super weird. I feel like they both could have had a goalie interference call. Um, clearly, they saw something different that I didn't. But like the first goal, especially, I felt like they pushed Elvis into the net. Uh, Ryan Johansson scores to make it 2 nothing Again, I feel like that was a pretty decent attempt at goalie interference that maybe could have been challenged. Um, I know Toronto called up about both of them, but the refs, uh, I guess, didn't. I don't know. We don't know what the refs... We don't know what the refs thought. Um, I suspect not a lot because, hey, officiating, am I right? Um, but regardless, it's 2 nothing, Uh Almost 3 nothing, but the 2-on-1 goal, Robin Yossi uh, scores... Offside, uh, that gets overturned. Stick taps to Dan Singleton, the Columbus Blue Jackets video coach. Um, and I feel like for the first time in 100 years, the Blue Jackets have had an offside goal in their favor. Um, because I feel like wasn't there, there was like six goals or something that were overturned off on them last year, including like I think one every four, I think one in every single game in a four game stretch. So, really nice to see. Some of that hockey luck come the other way, and then the Blue Jackets finally open the scoring. Jake Bean, first of the year. Um, it's not listed as a power play goal on the NHL app, but I think technically it was. There was a second left in the power play, and so I am calling that a power play goal. Uh, really good to see Jake Bean get one. I think I've been pretty fairly critical of Bean on this podcast the past couple episodes, uh, but he kind of redeemed himself there with that goal. Uh, assists to Johnson and Chinakov. And then uh, Jakob Trenin uh, scores to make it 3-1. And I'm like, okay, fine. This is how this game is going to go. Um, I think Anne Kimmel predicted a 4-1 um, 
Preds win. And I'm super glad that that wasn't the case. But I got to 3-1. I thought, oh, maybe maybe she's going to be right here. Um, luckily, Johnny Gaudreau respects me and all of you. Uh, scores with uh, literally 38 seconds into the third period. Scores on a breakaway. That passed from Nick Blankenberg. Phenomenal. Um, he's my player of the game. I know I've been banging on about Nick Blankenberg for literally forever. He has to stay in the lineup at this point. These two games have been phenomenal. He's been their best defenseman far and away. Um, I think, yeah, they need to get out of Boquist back in, but uh, Nick Blankenberg has got to stay. We're going to talk about Nick Blankenberg in a little bit. Um, Johnny Gaudreau, third goal of the season. Um, goals in back-to-back games, I believe. Uh, that's his fifth point in five games. Justin Danforth scores his second. Uh, Igor Chinikov having a pretty good night. Two assists. Andrew Peake gets his first point of the year. Um, that's another really nice little breakaway pass. Um, well, it wasn't even like a full breakaway. Danforth just decided he was going to dipsy-doodle around a defenseman. Makes it 3-3. At this point, I'm like, man, if we have to win every game by going to overtime, like I'm going to be mad about it. But if that's what they have to do, um, then so be it. But fortunately... Nick Blankenberg exists and he's on our team and there is a minute and 18 seconds left or something. He scores to put it up 4-3. Uh, first goal of the season, just a really phenomenal shot. Uh, assists to Voracek and Roslovic. Just, this kid is good, man. And I just, I, you know that if he was six foot one or 6'2", he would be on a team already because he's 5'9". The Blue Jackets get to uh, profit from this kid. Um, He's just, I don't know, every time he's on the ice, I'm like, this kid's going to do something fun and cool and special. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau finishes off with the empty netter. His fourth goal in five games, sixth point in five games. This is what we got Johnny Gaudreau for. Um, He's making a difference. Yeah, it's an empty net goal, but hey, they don't ask, like I said yesterday, they don't ask how, they ask how many. He's on four goals in five games and you just, you love to see it. Um, in a minute, we're going to talk about the good in that game. Um, again, I feel like it was kind of a mixed bag. There was some good, there was some bad. Uh, so we'll talk all about all of that in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you all about Bet Online because uh, it's where the game starts, is the thing. It's your number one source for football betting. And the basketball season started a couple of days ago. So if you want to bet on the Cleveland Cavaliers, by uh, for example, then you could do that at betonline.net. You can find latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. So if, for example, you want to bet on Johnny Gaudreau, I don't know, winning the Hart Trophy or the Rocket Richard or the Ted Lindsay or, hell, give him the Norris at this point, then you could do that at BetOnline. That is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, the NFL, uh, the baseball is on there, NHL, any sport you can think of. So head to the website today on your laptop or mobile device to learn more. That is betonline.net. BetOnline is where the game starts. So let's talk about the good in that game. Um, good thing number one, this got a power play goal. Incredible. I didn't know that they had it in them. Um, I genuinely worried that we were just going to go this entire season without scoring a power play. Um, it does worry me a little bit that it's not showing up as a power play goal on the NHL app. So maybe they've taken it away from them, but it counts in my heart. Um, really good to see Jake Bean get a goal as well. Um, I still personally would maybe take him out of the lineup for a couple of games to get Adam Boquist back in, but 
we'll see we'll see uh what comes from that because I don't know. I, just, I feel like you've got to get Adam Boquist back in. He can't sit all season. And who else do you take out of this lineup? Like maybe Andrew Peak, but I don't feel like you get the same effect just taking Andrew Peak out as if you take Jake Bean out, frankly. Um, although I do think that Adam Peak had a rough game. Um, in terms of who was on the ice for various goals, I feel like, uh, let's see. In terms of defense, Erica Branson was a minus two. Uh, Andrew Peake was actually a plus two. So uh, shout out to Andrew Peake for being better than I thought he was going to be. Um, the defense is still a little shaky. Uh, they allowed... Oh, they only allowed 26 shots on goal. I got my, my shots on goal mixed up. Um, this was a, kind of a questionable start. They had a, a rough start. Um, I think Elvis, again, Elvis still needs to be better. Uh, I think he's improving, but I think he definitely needs to be better. Um... Three goals on 26 shots isn't amazing. It's not terrible. It's not great. Um, I think he he knows that he needs to be better. Although, I like, in his defense, and, you know, I've talked about it a little bit, those first two goals, I really do think, could have gone either way with goalie interference. So if you consider that, like, one legitimate goal was scored on him, like, that's, that's pretty good. Um, Blue Jackets outshot them by, I think, 16. Uh, they outshot them 42 to 26, uh, which is, again pretty uh pretty impressive considering who the blue jackets are as people and the blue jackets don't like to do shots on goal they like to do stick crime uh they had three power plays it still says that none of them scored on a power play but i'm still i'm disputing this i'm going to send an email to the nhl um so good to see the power play uh get a little bit better um something they need to work on uh maybe take less penalties however the penalty kill went 0 for 5, or 5 for 5, I guess, depending on which way you look at it, um, which probably means that the Blue Jackets have climbed a couple of places in terms of their special teams. They are currently... Man, there's four teams still sitting at 100% on the penalty kill, which is pretty neat. Blue Jackets currently 10th in the league in the penalty kill are at 86.7. So if they can keep doing that, then maybe we don't need the power play. That's a lie. We need the power play to start doing things um, because otherwise, what are we going to do when they keep taking penalties um overall i thought it was a pretty good game um the the youth really kind of showed up and and did well uh my twitter poll on kent johnson did not come to fruition but again i feel like this kid is is right there um he had a primary assist on jake bean's goal uh he was on the ice for jack uh, for nick blankenberg's goal and i feel like he was on the ice for johnny gaudreau's goal as well but i might be uh misremembering that so you know he's clearly he's doing all the right things is he getting on the score sheet not as much as i think they would like him to but again again i still feel like it's coming he's getting closer and closer um and he looks good and i think if they keep pushing him keep playing him the goals will come uh in terms of ice time he had uh Again, only 11 minutes of ice time, but that's more than Cole Sillinger had. That's more than uh, Olivier had. That's more than, oh, well, everyone else had more. But uh, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit more about Ken Johnson. And we're also going to talk a little bit more about Cole Sillinger. So uh, that is coming up next on Locked on Blue Jackets. 
So we need to talk about the things that weren't as good. Um, I think for the first time this season, the Blue Jackets got beaten on face-offs, which is unexpected. Um, they had kind of a, an uncharacteristically rough night in the dart. Sean Crowley was at 44%. Cole Sillinger was at 44%. Uh, Roslovic was at 35%. And uh, Boone Jenner, the only one keeping them above 50 had at 56%. Uh, last I checked, he was leading the league in face-offs, which, again, is pretty... Pretty incredible, considering I know it's very much still a uh, a short season. They're five games in. Oh, he's second in the league now. Jamie Benn has overtaken him, but that's fine. Um, Boone Jenner, 71% in face-offs, which is pretty great. But as a whole, the team was pretty poor, and I think that's something that needs to get better. Uh, I think they need to get better at not allowing the team to just kind of let people walk where they want. I feel like a lot of the goals that have been scored on Elvis this season, and, and Tarasov as well, the players have just kind of wandered straight in and done whatever they wanted. And that's why, you know, like two out of the three goals tonight were scored from about six inches away from the crease. So you need to get better at that. Um, that's something that they brought Erica Branson in for. I thought Erica Branson was fine. Uh, tonight, not great, but fine. Um, I thought he was better against the Canucks. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how, how he continues to play. I do think... I think this might be the Eric Branson that we're going to see more often than not, but... I just... I don't... I don't know. I think his, his game just doesn't appeal to me, is the thing. I think... And I've talked about this before. I would rather have a bunch of small, mobile defensemen than a group of like stay at home defensemen but if he's going to be a stay at home defenseman i would like him to stay at home a little bit more um you know someone needs to stay and clear the crease essentially um he's a gigantic human so that's something i think he could work on a little bit um and you know andrew peak as well i think needs to do that and needs to clear the crease he's another giant human um i do wonder if he will sit next game. Um, I wouldn't sit him, but I think that if they want to get um, Boquist back in, I think it makes sense to sit peak over Bean just because of handedness. Um, overall, I think the defense, like I said, the defense was was fine. Um, penalty kill, good. Power play, still kind of haunted. Um, I do think that they're probably not going to count that power play goal. I'm mad about it, but it is what it is. Um but yeah, mostly, for the most part, I think it's first period they need to, to work on. Um, they need to work on the power play. They need to work on face-offs. Like, those are the big three things that I think I'm going to be looking at when they face Pittsburgh on Saturday. That's going to be a real... Uh, it's going to be a real test, I think, is how they do against Pittsburgh. Um, they've got some confidence. They've got some momentum. They've beaten a Canucks team that is underperforming. They've beaten a pretty like middle-of-the-road Nashville Predators team. The Pens, I believe, are doing pretty well this season. They've got some big guns. Um, Crosby is healthy. Malkin is healthy. Like that could be a that could be a really good test for this Blue Jackets team. And so am I going to be looking to, for them to get tighter defensively? Yes. Am I going to look at them to maybe score a couple more goals? Yes. But what I'm going to be looking at in this game is the power play. Hopefully get the power play going better at face-offs, and um, allowing less 
players to just kind of wander straight through the crease because I think that's not necessarily a defensive, a defense only issue, but it is something that definitely needs to improve. Um, and that's kind of all. I've, oh no, it's not all I've got for you today. Uh, we're going to do cannibal of the game, and this is going to be this is a really tough one. I was thinking about this on the on my drive home from uh, the coffee shop that I was working at today. Um, so many great goals. The Jake Bean goal, power play goal, first of the season, um, first of the game, got them on the board. That that Gaudreau breakaway goal, incredible. The Danforth goal was really sweet. Uh, Blankenberg's first goal of the season. Like, all four of those goals could be the cannonball of the game. Um, and I think I'm going to give it... I feel like you know who I'm going to give it to. Um, I'm going to give it to Nick Blankenberg. Game-winning goal, first game of the season. Um, am I grading on a little bit of a curve, maybe, because he had such a monster game last night and Tuesday night maybe but this is my podcast and that's my opinion and I I can I can do what I want and what I want is to give it to Nate Blankenberg so he gets his first cannonball of the game uh in game five of the season and honestly I think we're gonna see quite a few more of those as the season goes on so he's my choice cannonball of the game I I really did go between him and uh Jake Bean for that opening goal I think the thing that's that's pipped it for me is that they're not counting it as a power play goal. Um, but still, shout out to Bean for scoring his first of the season and for opening the scoring and maybe sparking that comeback. The Blue Jackets were down 2 nothing. He made it 2-1. Did the, the Preds made it 3-1 a little bit later, but I think Jake Bean definitely sparked something. So I really could have given it to him as well. But I'm giving it to Nick Blankenberg for a game-winning goal, I think. And, you know, you can argue with me if you want, but I think that's a pretty good reason to give someone a cannonball of the game. And it was a pretty sweet shot as well. That pass from Voracek was phenomenal. I didn't even mention the pass from Voracek, but it was there. It was incredible. Um, just a perfect Voracek-like pass. And Nick Blankenberg got lucky enough to be on the other end of it. And uh, so that, I think, is all I've got for you today. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to do a special... Saturday episode of Locked on Blue Jackets. Uh, we're going to be talking to Hunter Hodes of Locked on Penguins. Penguins are in town on Saturday, so let's uh, let's get the inside scoop on how their off-season was, uh, what injury curses the Penguins have at the minute, because they are as cursed as the Blue Jackets, if not more with injuries, I feel like. So we're going to see who's in the lineup, who's out of the lineup, and uh, make some fun predictions. So uh, always, always fun chatting to Hunter, even though... He's a Penguins fan. We we don't uh, we don't let it we don't let it bother us. But that's going to be uh, tomorrow's episode, Saturday. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at lo underscore bluejackets. Nope, that's the podcast Twitter lo underscore bluejackets. I haven't done that in a while. You can find me at underscore Jacob Foster. J a k o b f o r s t e r. Podcast Twitter is uh, where I've just said lo underscore bluejackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day every day or your first watch of the day, either or. Um, I am glad that you are here enjoying this uh, kind of up and down crazy season with me. Uh, I The fun is only just beginning. So hopefully you guys are going to stick out for the rest of the season. I'm super excited. Hopefully you guys are. Um, remember to like and subscribe over on YouTube if you haven't. I, uh, I appreciate it. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on YouTube. You're never going to have to get behind a paywall for a Locked on product. And we are on every podcasting app. Apple, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Odyssey, anywhere you can imagine. You can find 
Locked on Blue Jackets. So uh, go check us out over there if you haven't. Subscribe on YouTube. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.